looking to better balance your life and weight? You're in the right place. Welcome to the Shred Life Podcast, providing you the guidance and tools to become a new version of yourself with your hosts, Dave and Laura Moreno. Hey, everybody. Welcome to episode number 14. 14. So exciting. Yes. Um, today, what are we talking about, Dave? Well, first of all, today I am happy to say that I am going to try to speak at a pace that will allow you to listen to <laughs> us on two times speed. Don't. Don't do that. Make them want to actually listen to you I, on regular speed because I wouldn't want to listen to you on regular speed if you I, talk like that. I do, <laughs> but there are people who listen. They're like, I would love to listen to it on two times speed, and now I okay. can't. Okay. Well, you know what? Then <laughs> we're trying to make a, a short podcast, and if you can't right. even fit it in. So let's get into it. Today, we got a little bit of thunder for you. And it's a jump off of last week's podcast. We had a lot of good information that came from our interview with Gunnar Peterson last week. Yes. And one of the things that Laura and I both agreed really hit home with us is the fact that you only get what you give. And we, you know, Gunnar referred to that in his, uh, in his advice in that fitness is fair, right? You get what you give in it. But I think that it's more than that. I think it's entirely in life. So if you do nothing, you get nothing. Right. Mm -hmm. And if you do everything, you get everything. Life can really be that simple. Life is just math and that is it. But what happens when we don't do everything? What happens when we do some or nothing at all? What do we get then? Well, you get what you give in life. It's it's not just a nice meme or a quote or an Instagram post or or a thought. It's 100% truth. And there's no better example than weight loss and fitness. So with weight loss and fitness, the only er- they're the only areas in life where you get exactly what you give. And I loved it when Gunnar said that. That really, really hit home for me. I just thought, it's so true. He said, fitness is fair. And right. I mean, it really made me think about past experiences and like... So be be honest. Did you think about the times you gave it all or did you think about the times you did not? <laughs> I think about the times <laughs> I gave nothing. Exactly. <laughs> not even once did a thought come to mind where I was like, all those workouts I gave 100% in. No. I thought, man, I've not worked out in so long. <laughs> I was on, when I was on the phone with him doing the interview and he said that, it like clicked in my head. And the five like highlight reels that played <laughs> were all the times when I was like so disappointed that nothing's working. Yeah. And I'm trying so hard and I'm doing all this work. And then I realize that it's just because I really wasn't given 100%. Well, maybe that's why I ended up at your boxing class on Friday night. <laughs> well, that, that that alone, people, <laughs> that takes that was a, a lot. miracle. Like, yeah. I think Holy in the last cow. eight years we've owned that gym, I've done your class once, and I don't know if you've ever done mine. Oh, I've done yours before. Okay. I've just, I've just, but like, it's been literally years. Like I think of with all fitness, it's terrible. <laughs> it's terrible. <laughs> terrible. I hate getting really warm. I hate sweating. I hate all of that. Right. But really, after listening to the listening to Gunner talk, I thought, well, then how could I ever expect to have a toned body. I mean, I've leaned out so much mm-hmm. through being on protocol and everything. You know, through I, nutrition as much yeah, as you through could. Through nutrition. Yeah. I used to always think I could never have, you know, 
oh, those dreamy skinny arms or anything like that. It's just like a family thing we have where when you put on a pound, it's in your arm and not in a great way. Right. And yeah. that's not a limiting thought at <laughs> No, all. not at all. <laughs> and anyway, I've, I've done really well through nutrition, right. but there's only so many results you can get that way. Yeah. And if you are looking for any kind of sculpt or any kind of tone, then you've got to start putting in the effort with right. fitness. Right. So... I've been giving nothing. <laughs> so so I started to change that on Friday. Right. And I'm not talking about just the usual, um, I like to call them mom things I do, which is chasing chasing children and things like that. Right. I got in and actually did a full 45-minute boxing class, which killed me, and I'm still feeling today. Yeah. So giving 100% will give you 100% results, and that's really where I feel that that class got me. Right. So... When you give anything less than 100%, you get exactly that, less than 100%. Which nobody wants. No, no. No one's out there to lose 90% of their goal. No, and it's, it's really, it's kind of like, yeah, I just wasted my time. If I went in knowing I wasn't going to give 100%, right. then why did I, like there were other things I could have been doing. Right. I don't know. That's just my thought. So, so how literal or how much are you giving to your other goals? Right. Like when it comes to nutrition, when it comes to fitness, when it comes to anything, parenting, business, right. you know, entrepreneurial life, anything you're doing, how much are you giving? And I think the great question is, what are you actually expecting back? Right. Because I think so many of us expect so much back without giving, without putting so much right. into it. Because so. I mean, the bottom line, guys, remember this anytime that we're, we're preaching or we're talking to you about things. This is primarily a weight loss podcast. Our focus is on helping you achieve your physical goals and losing weight. But to understand what it takes to lose weight, you first have to understand that there is so much connected to the weight you have that you want to get rid of. And it's from every other facet of life. So we are going to dive into everything else, relationships, finance, career, because if you can think it, we're going to have to talk about it at some point. Mm-hmm. But the end goal on everything we teach here and everything we do is weight loss. Yeah. But it doesn't mean that that's the only thing that you're going to learn here. Well, no. And I mean, the weight loss is, um, y- you know, you're putting on the extra pounds because you're trying to get away from whatever yeah. other problem you have in life. There's discomfort so, in your life somewhere. Yep. And you are seeking comfort. And for the majority of people, especially in North America, food is that comfort yeah and that leads to weight problems exactly and we just end up wearing it all so we end up wearing our problems in our brain and on our bodies so um if we really just give it our all what would we get we would get our all we would get everything back if it's really that simple then why are we all not rich and fit and happy? Well, wouldn't that be nice? <laughs> it really would. But the, the reality is it's not because we don't give 100%. We hold back, right? I mean, we love to play the victim. We love to self-sabotage. We love to start Monday. What's wrong with us? Well, it all comes down to one simple word. I love that. We all love to start Monday. We all love to Everything start Monday. Everything is, I'll start on Monday. Yeah. Okay? That diet... That, you know, savings, all of it, I'll start that on Monday. Yeah. So that one word that makes us not give 100%, that makes us hold back, is is drama. (laughs) So 
We love the drama. Now, what I want you to do is answer these questions honestly. I'm going to go through them, and I just want you to answer them in your head as you're going, or out loud if you're so inclined. (laughs) Is it really that hard to sweat three to five days a week for 20 to 30 minutes? Is it really that much harder to make healthy food choices than the bad food choices? Do you really need to eat out so much because you're just too busy to cook? Do you really need to drink those high-calorie drinks or alcohol? Are you really starving all the time? Are you really hungry at 10 o'clock at night? Can you really not go two hours without eating? And do you really need that chocolate bar or candy to get through your afternoon? The answer is no, unless you had a different answer. But, but, <laughs> Just to say, those are the worst questions. I did not enjoy answering any of but those. But specifically, the answers are actually no, 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 and no. No. Right? Sometimes, but not often. Right. But the thing is, when we when we ask ourselves, you know, am I really hungry? Yes. And, and you do it so unconsciously. Mm-hmm. Like, these decisions, all of these decisions are made without thought. Mm-hmm. Because if you really, there's that word again, if you really put thought into these questions, you'd be able to answer them without a problem because it's simple math. Like if you look, am I really hungry at 10 p.m.? I had dinner three hours ago. I can go more than a few hours without eating. I've done it before. Am I really hungry at 10 p.m.? No. When you break down the thought process to the question, the answer is always going to be the right choice. When you don't want to, break down the thought process to that question, which Mm -hmm. so many times we don't want to break Mm -hmm. down that question. It's very quick to just say yes or start reasoning with yourself. Mm -hmm. Of course I'm hungry. I mean, I didn't eat all day. I had a small dinner or I worked. This is the worst one. I hear it all the time at the gym. I worked out today. So Mm -hmm. I'm obviously more hungry. Or we have people who are on protocol and they're like, "Um, so the days I work out, I should be eating extra, right? It's like it's like Why? you should be eating for two when you're pregnant. That's, it's, it's like the yes. doctor's like, actually, it's like maybe two to 300 more calories. I was going to say, <laughs> there are not two all of a sudden 160-pound people. Yes, exactly. There is a 160-pound woman yeah. and there is a 0.02-pound baby. There's a bean in your I was going to say, yeah. she's like six <laughs> weeks along and she's like, well, I'm eating for two. Yes. <laughs> not the case. Not that I've been there ever. <laughs> I was going to say. We could outly talk about this because I have a pregnant woman or a previously pregnant oh, woman. Oh, I was going to say, no. whoa, no. Nope. Previously <laughs> pregnant woman is my co-host. <laughs> so you can keep your fan mail Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> from all the pregnant women who are like, I am eating for two. <laughs> um, but the reality is life is math. And if you really want 100% results in your life, then you have to turn around and give 100% to that. That means not having that brownie, not having that ice cream, not having that one cheat meal, because as soon as you do, you are now giving 95% or 90%. Mm-hmm. So the best you can hope for is less than 100% of your goal. And if you do that often enough, that goal will keep decreasing and mm-hmm. keep decreasing and keep decreasing. And you're going to sit there and go, I only made 50% of my goal. I wanted to lose 30 pounds and I've only lost 15 and I'm stuck. Mm-hmm. You're not stuck. You stop trying. Yeah. Therefore, you stop getting. And your goal just gets smaller and smaller. And since we're talking about math, 
and you keep giving yeah. less than a hundred percent of a smaller and smaller and smaller right. goal, you'll end up, you know, being at twenty percent of your original goal. So if you have ten apples on a table <laughs> and seven people come and each take one apple from you, right? How many apples do you have left? <laughs> Life is as simple as a question like that, and people yeah. don't understand why they don't get results. As Gunnar said, and I loved when he said it, no, you won't, honey, right? <laughs> if I if I had the chef, if I had the nutritionist, if I had the trainer, oh, if yeah. I had the time, if I knew how to cook right, if I if I knew what to eat properly, if I had a meal plan, all these things, if I, if I. People, number one, you do. You have access to all of that. Yeah. It's called the internets. <laughs> and you can go to it for any answer you want. The information is available. It's as quick as a Google away. So you can never walk around saying, I didn't know. And you can never walk around saying, I didn't give 100% because I wasn't aware or I had no idea or I hadn't listened to your podcast yet, so I didn't know this stuff. And it's just living in victimhood. It's just you coming up with more reasons why you are not responsible for any failure you feel. Right. And while it's not the popular mentality... I am happy to always inform our listeners that they are 100% responsible for every result and every circumstance Mm -hmm. in their life. Bottom line is, it is your life. It is your series of decisions along the way that have brought you to where you are. And no, you don't get to choose things like who your parents are or, you know, um, what the people around you did or what your boss, how your boss behaves at work. No, you don't get to choose that. But you do get to choose how you perceive and handle those situations. Right. Because that's what delivers you results. Not the fact that your boss is an idiot, or not the fact that you didn't like your relationship with your parents, or someone was hard on you when you were Mm -hmm. a kid. And so many people are like, that's why I'm overweight now, because I had such a hard childhood. No, you're perceiving your childhood to be hard. So you're causing pain to yourself today by overeating. So I guess that means it comes back to what? The model? (laughs) Your boss and your parents and all these things. These are circumstances. And how you choose to think is going to bring you down to the result you get. And it's all about you making that decision right from the beginning to get the result that you wanted at the end. It's funny. The Rock posted something the other day, and he gave a shout-out to this motivational speaker, which is huge for The Rock to shout-out yeah. somebody else because The Rock himself is a motivational guy. Yeah. And this motivational speaker talks about how you perceive is how you perform. Mm. So The Rock's just talking about getting back from China and not only sleeping 16 hours in the last five days and being really tired and about to have his third baby um, daughter with his girlfriend and... Um, just landing from China, finally back in LA, and the first thing he did was head to the gym. And so he, what he's saying in his post is, if I were to perceive that I was really tired, if I were to perceive that I should be home right now, if I were to perceive that this or this or this, then I wouldn't be performing here at the gym. Mm-hmm. But in his world, his priorities obviously are very high towards the physical and the fitness side of things. And I imagine that's a big part of how he maintains his cool, how he maintains his energy, how he maintains um, everything about his relationships is because he has built an outlet and an anchor in there for himself. Mm -hmm. And if he doesn't utilize that, I can only imagine 
what happens, right? Right, right. You have that energy built. No, and that's that's good math. Yeah. So, but the bottom line is how you perceive is how you perform. So if I perceive it difficult to eat right, if I perceive it difficult to exercise, if I perceive it difficult to cook healthy foods, I will perform exactly how I perceive, which means I will find it hard to work out. I will find it hard to cook. I will find it hard to lose weight, whatever it's going to be. It's all perception. And what is perception except the sentence in your mind that you create around a circumstance, otherwise known as a thought, Mm -hmm. bottom line, right? You got to fake it till you make it. <laughs> fake it till you make it. And that's exactly what thoughts are. Well, just yeah, and fake I mean things I mean, that we make up until we actually believe them. That's kind of like your bridge thought, yeah. really. Because when you're when you're a little baby, you don't think it's hard to lose weight. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but after years of proving that to yourself, you're gonna think that and you're gonna think that's like the ultimate truth. Mm-hmm. And there's no it's not a choice. It's hard for me to lose weight. Like my metabolism, my genetics. No. There's no science to that, people. The bottom line is that you may have to eat different foods or work out differently at different times of the day based on your how your metabolism works, but it's not impossible for you to lose weight. Mm-hmm. It's perfectly possible for anybody to achieve any goal, physically or mentally, in the world. You may just have to work differently. I'm not saying harder, mm-hmm. and I'm not saying it's easier. I'm saying it's different for different people. I have clients who I know will, when I'm training a client, I know that some clients react differently to different situations. Some clients I have to joke around and be very happy and fun with, and they'll perform really well because they like, they're a social person, right? And so they, they work hard. There are some clients who I have to push in a way of letting them know they don't have to do something or they don't have to finish that set if they can't. And then they do two times what I told them to do. Right. Because mentality is very different when you do that to someone. Right. And there are some clients who I have to be very direct with and tell them they are doing a bad job of something. Right. And they work harder at it. Mm -hmm. And there are some clients who I have to tell they're failing and they'll work hard at it. Mm -hmm. There are some clients who if I tell they're failing, they fail worse. Mm -hmm. And they go into this hole and I don't see them for two weeks in training. (laughs) Like you have to be very adaptable to that because there's different mentalities on things. Exactly. And I can so relate to that when you're kind of feeling like you're in this bottom of the hole of, I need to make change in my life, but for some reason, I'm just still not feeling that motivation. I'm not feeling that mindset. I feel like it's not in me. I feel like that's when the fake it till you make it has to at least start because you may not be believing it yet, but you've got to tell yourself something positive. You've got to encourage yourself in some way, even yeah. if half of you is still wanting to resist it. You've right. got to start putting in that effort somewhere. Well, we had a question from one of our mastermind members this week in our private group, in our mastermind group, um, where they you know, they have access to coaching anytime they need it. Mm-hmm. And so the thing that came up for them was they get stuck in these negative patterns a lot. And while they, after like, or painful days of going through all this negative spiral of emotion and feeling and think they can't do something, they end up coming out of it and hitting rock bottom and seeing how silly that was and shifting. Mm -hmm. But what they're saying is it's unnecessary pain. There must be a different way. And there absolutely is. And so what we go back is we went back with some tips and tools and things that you could do in our mastermind group. Um, But one of the things that is very difficult for these people to identify and understand is that it's as simple as like an affirmation. Mm-hmm. Like when you're, we all know when we're in the negative, mm-hmm. right? We know when we're spiraling. We just don't like to admit it. Right. But you know exactly when it's happening. And if you can just look in a mirror 
and repeat five times to yourself something positive about yourself or about the situation or about your capability or I am more powerful than my problems. I am more powerful than my problems. And if you can do that five times in a mirror, you will completely shift your whole state. Mm-hmm. But how hard is that to do when you're in victimhood and you and you secretly like that and you're spiraling negative? It's it's while it's perceived as difficult to do, the bottom line is it takes no more energy to let stand in the mirror and say that five times than it does to stand in the mirror and say, I'm incapable. I can't do this. You're such an I idiot. hate myself. I mean, let's be I'll real. We, we talk a little harsher to ourselves. Than we that. are yeah. your own worst, your worst yeah. enemy in your entire life actually lives between your two ears. Yep. And you charge it no rent and you let it stay there and you let it control most of your situation. So stop complaining. Yep. <laughs> Because it's not the bullies out there that are a problem. It's the bullies that you actually let live rent-free in your head Mm -hmm. that is the biggest problem out there. So if we, if you take anything away from today, right? Life is math. That's it. Drama holds us back. So if you remove the drama, you'll be so much better. How do you remove the drama with one word? It is really. If you ask yourself a question and do this a couple of times through the situation... By putting really in there. And I mean, in your head, I want you to really emphasize, like, do I really need that cheesecake? We have a friend who always goes, really? really? <laughs> so he's in my mind. Yeah. yeah. But it's true, right? <laughs> and that's like the whole Ari Gold thing, right? Yeah. That's where it comes from, from Entourage, where Ari Gold would always be like, really? When something <laughs> bad happens. But it's such a powerful word because yeah. what that word is actually asking is it's asking you to dissect a situation and see in all seriousness for survival, is this really the case? Yeah. And in most, most, almost all, if not all cases, you'll be able to find out what the true answer is by doing mm-hmm. that. So ask yourself, am I really? Do I really? And that will help you filter the drama from the math in your life. And yeah. if you live life with math, any problem, any goal you have, anything is solvable. Yep. It's so easy because when you think about math, there are easy questions, two plus two, right? What am I going to have for dinner? Two plus two. And there are really difficult questions like... When you get the brackets in there. Right, and, and exponents, <laughs> and then they solve for X. And But guess yeah. what? Those problems are perfectly solvable. You just need the knowledge to solve them. Yeah, exactly. So you go to you know, a grade 12 math teacher, a calculus teacher, and they could probably help you with that. And that is something that can be solved. It's not an impossible equation. That's right. It just takes more effort. Yeah. Or a calculator. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and a calculator is just works. is yeah. just like every other tool that you would have in your life. The internet, Google, yeah, a exactly. trainer, a group like ours, whatever the case, right? Um, so separate the math and drama. And that's just one way to do it is using really. Do I really? Can I really? That's it. Beautiful. Yeah. And so, guys, we don't charge anything for this podcast. All we ask is that you tell a friend. And I'm not talking about posting on social media. That's always fun. And tagging someone, that's great. We appreciate it. But I'm talking about, like, next time you're face-to-face with someone, actually tell them that you listen to this podcast and either how helpful it's been or how much you've learned or whatever the case, that sinks in so much more with people. And our only goal with this podcast, guys, we don't do ads on here. We don't do anything like that. Uh, our goal is just to get our word out, to get you know what we're about out, to get our mission out of ending suffering, the suffering that weight gain brings, the suffering that poor mental health brings, mm-hmm. and that's all we're out there to do. We just want to help everybody, anybody that we can, and 
I think it's a great mission. And that's what the <laughs> podcast is about. And that's yeah. what our website's about, www.theshredlife.com. You can read the blog. You can get free recipes on there. You can get lots of content, lots of information. And so we ask that you just share it. That's yeah. all we ask in return. All right. That's it for us this week. Rate and review. If you don't have, uh, if you haven't yet, that would be great. If you have a moment, just click rate and it would take you two seconds to give it five stars if you're so inclined. And writing a review takes uh, literally 10 seconds. And you can be as simple as one or two words like great podcast, awesome people, handsome host, two <laughs> words, whatever you, whatever you want to use to describe me is fine or Laura if you prefer. <laughs> That's all it takes, guys. (laughs) Anyway, I hope you have a wonderful week, and we will see you next Tuesday. Bye. Bye. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of the Shred Life Podcast with your hosts, Dave and Laura Moreno. For more great content and to stay up to date, visit theshredlife.com, on Instagram at the underscore shred underscore life underscore, and facebook.com slash shredmastermindlife. If you enjoyed today's episode, please leave a review and subscribe, and we'll catch you next time on the Shred Life Podcast.